It's time for a Swedish Fika with some Swedish fun facts with your host, Pixel Pia. Welcome to Swedish Fika, the podcast where I take a closer look at Sweden and Swedes. I will share some habits and traditions that might seem strange, funny, and sometimes even crazy in the eyes of all non-Swedes. All done with lots of love for my native country and fellow Swedes. In today's episode, I will talk more in detail about the law of Jante. You can keep up with everything from a Swedish fika on a Swedish fika. Dot com or on Facebook or Instagram as a Swedish Fika. And you can reach Pixelpia at Pixelpia at a Swedish Fika.com. Hi, I am Pixelpia, and you are welcome to this episode of a Swedish Fika. Today I will go a little bit deeper into the law of Jante, which I mentioned in my last episode, The Silent Sweet. Don't think you are better than anybody else. This is how the law of Jante could be simplified. And this sentiment has enlarged, colored the social culture and norms in the Scandinavian countries. And I, as a Swede, grow up with this as a leading star, even though it was never spoken. Today, I will take a closer look at the law of Janta, its background, and how it has affected Swedish society, and how it manifests itself in many of the typical Swedish behavior I talked about in my last episode. The actual law of Jante was first published in a novel by the Norwegian-Danish author Axel Sandemose. The title of the novel is A Fugitive Crosses His Tracks, or in Swedish, En flykting korsar sitt spår. The novel was published in 1933 and is about a young man who returns to his home, a small town of Jante, and this little town or village was ruled by the law of Jante. This is actually ten laws. The first one is, don't think that you are special. Number two, don't think that you are of the same standing as us. Number three, don't think that you are smarter than us. Number four, don't fancy yourself as being better than us. Number five, don't think that you know more than us. Number six, don't think that you are more important than us. Number seven, don't think that you are good at anything. Number eight, don't laugh at us. Number nine, don't think that anybody cares about you. And number ten, 
Don't think that you can teach us anything. These ten laws are usually summed up in one sentence. You are not to think that you are anyone special or think that you are better than us. And if you go against this law, you are looked upon with suspicion and hostility. And the purpose of the law was to preserve social stability. This is, of course, as I said, an unwritten law in our society. And it's more of a social conduct. But it is deeply rooted in the Swedish society. And maybe this is why equality is such an important part of the Swedish society. It is more about not making others feel worse than it is not promoting yourself. Today, luckily, the younger generation doesn't suffer as much from the law of Jante as I did. I was born in the late 50s and grew up in a society where the law of Jante was very much observed. So it is very hard as a Swede to promote yourself or to say that you are good at something. But that can also be very liberating. You don't have the pressure of being on top and succeed all the time. You can be very happy by being average. You don't stand out and you don't have the pressure of always succeeding. So how was it to come to the U.S. from Sweden? Well, the U.S. is very much the opposite of the law of Jante. Here, it is good to elevate yourself. It is very competitive. And when I first moved here, I must say I looked upon the Americans as very bragging and self-absorbed. Today, I have adjusted quite a bit. And I can see the benefits of promoting yourself, but it has taken me a really long time. I am still very much a product of the law of Jante, and I have a really hard time saying that I am good at anything, even when I know that I am good. Today, I am aware of qualities I have that are really good, but you would rarely hear me say that. For example, it was very hard for me to start a YouTube channel, to sit in front of the camera and talking to you really is something I must force myself to do still today. The same thing with creating this podcast, because who am I to think that anybody would be interested in listening to what I have to say and what do I have to offer anybody else. And this is real. When you are a product of the law of Jante and you are my age, you really have to fight against the feelings of guilt and feeling that you are bragging if you ever say that you are good at anything. I know a lot about Sweden, which is the topic of this podcast. And it's still hard for me to say that I know a lot about Sweden. So I hope that the next time you meet a Swede, 
and you think to yourself that they that they are quiet and stand back a bit and don't take part or try to position themselves in a favorable way. Remember that they are a product of the law of Jante. And even though we, like anybody else, would like to succeed in life, it is really hard to promote ourselves. But there are advantages as well. For one thing, it makes life less stressful, especially when it comes to career and success. You don't fall into the chasing success trap, which is more common over here. And the fact is that since 2013, all five Scandinavian countries, Iceland, Norway, Sweden, Finland and Denmark, have been within the top 10 countries in the world on the World Happiness Report, which I have a link to in the show notes on my website, swedishfika.com. And the report says, and now I'm going to read a quote. Whether we look at the state of democracy and political rights, the lack of corruptions, trust between citizens, felt safety, social cohesion, gender equality, equal distribution of income, human development index, or many other global comparisons, one tends to find the Nordic countries in the global top spots. Nowhere in this report do they make a connection with the law of Jante, but none of the points they talk about surprises me at all. We have a tendency to look out for the best of the many before the individual advantages. We also have a very high trust in our political system and we feel that we are heard and represented in a way that I don't meet among voters here in the US. The trust between citizens is high in Sweden and Sweden feels very safe. And I will talk more about many of these topics in upcoming episodes and do a more personal reflection and comparison between Sweden and the US, for example, when it comes to political systems, equal distribution of income, or rather why Swedes don't mind paying such high taxes, and gender equality. But on a more personal level, I must say that I feel more pressured to succeed with anything I do here in the US that I ever felt in Sweden. One example is my YouTube channel, where I, after two years of producing videos, still haven't reached the threshold for being monetized. And many of my American friends don't understand why I'm still doing it. And it's really hard to explain to them that the success I feel with this channel is not measured with number of subscribers and whether I make money on my channel. For me, there is a value beyond that. To be able to help other people with the tutorials I make in itself is a success. Whether I can help 
five people or five thousand people. And when I try to explain this, their reaction is very often, oh, so it's just a hobby, which de-evaluate the YouTube channel a little bit. I also feel that social status has a much higher value here in the US. I have never felt less compared to any other person in Sweden because of our social status. I have never felt less than my bosses, for example, no matter if I worked in the private industry or when I was a teacher. No matter where on the social status ladder we all are, we always have more of a collective give-and-take relationship and each and every person could have something to contribute. That doesn't mean that social status as a scale doesn't exist in Sweden. Don't get me wrong, but it has a lesser impact on relationships than it has over here. So to sum this up, the law of Janta tells you that you should never think you are better than anybody else, which in some cases leads to people holding back less entrepreneurship if you want, and maybe even less creativity. On the other hand, the law of Yante tells you that you should never think that you are better than anybody else, which at the same time means that everybody else thinks that they are not better than I. And therefore, I am just as capable and important as anybody else. And there is no need for me to try and prove my worth, which leads to less internal and external stress. This is where I'm going to stop today, and I will leave you to draw your own conclusions when it comes to the law of Jant. But I hope that it can help you understand us Swedes a little bit better. If you like this podcast and you know someone that you think would appreciate it, you can really help me out by sharing this with someone and maybe even write a review. Until next time, as we say in Sweden, hey då!